0: What's happening, Luke? Here today, Luke Guy show, talking about you know some things that I've been reading, studying, and things I'm, I'm experiencing. Like for example, they're saying AI is going to replace over 200 million jobs. That came out by CNN here recently uh, in this clip here in this audio podcast. We're talking about you know how to gain freedom, how to avoid the destruction of your business, like 70 percent, 60 to 80 percent of businesses go through, and I actually have to go back. Um and th- this podcast is for those it- it's for those who have an entrepreneur business mindset and they know they have what it takes. Like they're willing to solve the puzzle of freedom because freedom is not a destination; it is a journey. There is not a place on this earth or an experience where you go every day is amazing every day. Every day, it's just perfect. It can't, I couldn't get any more. There's nothing like that, y'all. And because it's actually a good thing that we're not like that because the actual, to me, the happiness is growth. Whether it's painful or enjoyable, growth is real. it's like trees, for example. A tree that stops growing is dying. And like humans, we have our ups and downs. That's called emotions. It's called going through pain and happiness. But yet, I do wanna say, when I was the bug man, My best days, well, I'll say it's the worst days here and where I'm at now still beats my best days back then because of the why, the why I'm doing this because my why is to be with my kids, keep them out. The crazy school system that's trying to turn everybody into crazy robots. I don't know what they're teaching in these classes and schools, but I just don't want besides the political part of it. And the immoral things that, that they're pushing. But also just it, everybody's becoming yes-men. Everybody is not actually learning to think for themselves to innovate. They're really just going back to working a government job. Uh, they couldn't save money if it meant their life. Debt is just destroying them. They have no goals. Like you ask the average person goals. They don't have any Right? They live Netflix to Netflix show. They live check to check. They live from party to party. They don't actually build anything or really have a result that they want to provide to the world. And as an entrepreneur, I look on upon the world and I go, that's just not how I want to do things. And the way I want to do things is I see life like a puzzle. Like I see, I I see, I see business like a puzzle. I get paid. To solve puzzles and the puzzle that I solve for people is I help people get hired up as contractors to where they can be home, work virtual, family come together and scale more, make more and grow over time. And to be able to get like I want to help people do that faster than anyone on planet Earth. And we're building things and tools and all kind of cool things and teams and, you know, people and connections. And we help people. Become like for they become virtual closers, and the reason I like the sales niche is because AI can't replace sales. Which, in a recent report, they feel like AI is gonna replace over 200 million jobs here soon in this decade. They feel like 200 million jobs will be replaced in this decade, and AI is even coming into the sales world, but it's not replacing the sells people. For example, you've heard of Iron Man and the Marvel series. Um, you know, when he created his suit, it only empowered him more. Right? You, you remember all the little robots that would come up against him and he would beat them because the human was still in the robot suit. And that's how I see it. Like if the, if the actual person inside of it is innovative and growing, that suit won't replace him. Despite the robots that come up against him, he destroyed them because he was always growing as a human. He let the suit empower him. And that's kind of how I see tech. Technology has converted a lot of humans into evil and doing all kind of weird stuff. I'm just glad Hitler didn't have a GPS and a smartphone uh, combined with AI and lasers. I'm just glad he didn't have that. But I believe tech makes you more of what you already are. Unfortunately, just like money does that. And for example, if you are a good person, tech helps you do more good. Whereas if you do, you know, if you was greedy and selfish, tech will just make you more of that thing. And not to get into, you know, morals and, and to get into what's good, what's bad. But you see what I'm saying, right? It's a temptation to do the thing that you've always wanted to do anyway. Right. So for the people who wanted to give, they're using tech to give more. Instead of people who wanted to take and be greedy and selfish, they will use tech to do that more, like hackers. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's how I see AI. That's how I see tech. And you can actually use these things that would be – because here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Most people, majority of people, do not have an innovative mindset. How do I know? We're talking to them by the hundreds every single day. I've had thousands of conversations, and here's what I know about the human race. Here's what I know about the American, supposed to be the number one, America's supposed to be the number one place to live. Like, we have the smartest people in the world in this country. The top invaders come here because they know they can make a lot of money. That's just facts. To, to me, the brightest minds are here in America, and sure, there's some bright minds around the world, um, but I just believe we have some of the brightest minds at the biggest volume, and they're doing all right, okay? Even with this country where you could do the best in the world, the richest people live here in America, right? And yet, our people, as an American, as an American, it's amazing. They're so behind on life. They're not innovative. Not talking about the top 1% of the world, so you understand. Which is only 40K months. Just so you understand that as well. The top... 1% of the world is, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the top 1% is 40K. I haven't done the recent numbers, but 40K was enough. If you're doing 40K months, you are at 1% of the world. So, um, which is, you know, it's still good money. Don't, it's still, I mean, it's this is a lot of money. To, and when the average American makes it in five grand months, and you're just talking about 10X that, um, when some people do that in a year and then you do it in a month, it's crazy. But anyway, in America, The reason AI is going to crush most people is because they're not growing as people like they want to, they want to say they love typing in what is the easiest way to make money online? Well, you just got destroyed right there. When you watch a YouTube video and it says how to be an affiliate marketer, how to make your first million as affiliate marketer. And then the views is like a million views and of that video. Like you just got destroyed already. Like if, if, even if only ten percent who watch that video take action, which is probably not even that, you still get hundred thousand people you're competing against. What if McDonald's had a hundred thousand other businesses that did exactly what they did? They would be destroyed. The reason McDonald's is McDonald's because they can do things that no one else can do besides McDonald's. First of all, they got into the market earlier. They do things faster. They have like they have like they have a moat. Like they own this thing right like they they own it they dominate um and it's because they do something better they can do things that no one else can do that they can and that's why they own that thing so that's that's the mindset that i have and with ai you can jump on that train or the train will replace you or you can get into sales where you cannot be replaced because here's the thing yes ai is replacing people but people have a fear they say one out of three people are afraid AI is gonna replace them. That's over 30%. One out of three, right? Yeah, it's over 33% of America, feels like they're gonna be replaced by a robot or a thing, and it's here. You can literally walk in a gas station, you can grab your thing you wanna buy, beep, and never see a human. And what's funny is these robots, and these computers are asking for tips. That's, what, that's what's funny. They're asking for tips, just like a person would. So, not that we have robots that can replace light bulbs yet, or can. which they have robots that can walk, that can carry boxes. They have cars that are robots. They're AI. They can drive themselves. I mean, we have the technology in this country where they can literally drive. I mean, I imagine a tech exists in this country where a car can drive from coast to coast with no human inside. Now, the reason they probably don't is for legal reasons, just because, you know, I don't think most hi- highways by the government will allow that, but if it was legal and there's no other humans involved, like if there was no one to crash into it to sue them, I- I'm pretty sure the tech exists to where that car could go from coast to coast if it wasn't limited by energy because it still has to fuel up. And that's true too, and I didn't think about that, but if it, you know, it could actually, like if it could actually, like if there was a battery, that could go thousands of miles without having to fuel up. The tech's there, I believe, to where it could get itself from one place to the other. That tech exists, which is crazy, because that didn't exist um, a decade or so ago, and here we are. Um, so that's that's so that's where I'm at with all that. So how do you how do you overcome AI? Like how do you stay on front of it? And I feel like just being in the cell space in itself can do it and what's cool is i've been actually studying how to put ai in our stuff more and like those who join the virtual closers we actually use ai um to do things faster and we're actually implementing you know because ai has been around for a long time but it's just getting smarter and it's starting to become more mainstream so there's some people who just found out about AI this year and it's been around for years and years. It's just getting more smarter and it start people are just starting to catch on and go, whoa, that's scary. Like they're waking up like, okay, this thing could possibly replace me. So as a business owner, what do I feel like can help you get around this? So what destroys 60 to 80% of companies out there, business owners, from what, what holds them back from freedom is – three things competition and then getting clients making clients happy and if i had to put a fourth thing it'd be getting employees to do the first three things help you crush competition get clients and make them happy like for example the reason the reason that um i put competition as number 1 because if you had com- if you did not have competition Getting clients wouldn't be so hard. Like, for example, if you was the only guy selling cars in America, period, and everybody wants a car, like you'd be, you'd have people trying to kidnap you to buy a car. That's like, give me a car, I'll give all the money you, want. you know. Like, it would just, you'd be the richest man. You'd have to, be, you'd have to run for your life because people, your phone would be blowing up. Oh, you got this car thing? I'll oh, give it to me. I'll give you, you know, you, you would, you, you'd be so rich. Like, you'd just be so, so rich. Um, your new problem is how do you take care of all these customers? Right. That would be the problem. Um, but I mean, the thing is most people never experience that. Like I've never experienced a world where there was no competition at all. And you see the few companies that actually got to experience a lot. Like Facebook really did not have any competition in the beginning. I mean, it had MySpace, but MySpace was just way bad compared to what Facebook was going. So that's why Facebook just grew so fast. Because most companies will never experience a no competition lane to where you can just, there's just no battle. You just walk in and take over. And that is what Facebook, you know, when Facebook grew so fast, so hard, that was, you know, that's, that's why it did so well. Because there's really no other product out there like it. And yet, billions of people wanted it. And that's why it just went so viral so fast. Um, but most people never experience that. Most people are going to deal with competition, and the more competition it is, the harder. Like for example, let's say that you wanted to go from your house to Walmart, but let's say there was people on the road, designed to stop your car, shoot the wheels off, and stop you from going to Walmart for whatever reason. Right? The more people on that highway trying to stop you. The harder it's going to be. Well, now, pre- now pretend that Walmart is the client that you want to close. That you want to get in your business. The competition is trying to block you from doing that, so they can have the client, because they're you know, they're they're trying to collect, just like you're trying to collect, and they feel like they got to stop you. So that's what that's what competition's for is to make your life miserable. And the way you get ahead of competition is by being better than they are, being faster than they are, having better better marketing. And that is why most people get destroyed, like business owners. Like today, there'll be a kid today who wakes up and goes, I'm going to start a lawn care company and we're going to be rich because he hasn't done this business thing. And he doesn't realize there's a guy out there who's been doing it for 50 years and has big old trucks big old machines he's got a team of 10 and he's got a half a century of knowledge in his head and he's sitting on over a million dollars in cash i mean so that kid's not a threat and then that kid goes oh wait i've got a 500 credit score 10 dollars in my bank account but i have a lot of woohoo i got a lot of energy unless his lawnmowers can do something that the other guy's lawnmowers cannot do and unless he can beat his price he's going to face oh well, I'm already working with someone else. Because if there's 50 competitors who do the exact same th- thing you do, why did you create a lawn care company to begin with? It was probably more, a uh, we're going to be rich. That was probably, it wasn't the whole, because the, they didn't know, they don't know what they don't know. And therefore they got destroyed. So that's why I say, if you can't beat them, join them. But a lot of people says, "But well, I don't want to join them because I don't want to have any masters in my life. Well, true. If there was a way, though, to create your business inside of a business, that's what I'm saying. Like, some of your top companies have done this, okay? For example, think of Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola's business is inside of a business. Think about this. Every gas station in America, every hotel, every restaurant, more than likely, they serve Coca-Cola. But guess what? The restaurant creates the traffic. And then Coca-Cola, you know, their product does, you know, does the thing. Chick-fil-A is another is another company inside of a company. Chick-fil-A took their service inside of a Chick-fil-A. I'm sorry, Chick-fil-A took their restaurant and put it inside of malls when malls were cool. COVID kind of killed that, but that 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 was in back in the day. So they put their business inside of a business, and then there'd be another company. Now Chick-fil-A has their own stores and they did it right in time. Well, not time. I've had stores for decades, but you know what I'm saying? Before COVID hit, but they, they took a launch by creating a business inside of a business. And that's what I'm telling you is if you could take your business and most people's business is they can convert traffic. Like they can talk, they can talk to clients and crush it. Like they can talk to clients and convert them. And that's what they're really good at. And if you have that ability to convert, then literally you just have to convert it for the right company. But here's where most people fail. Is they sign up with a company that make some cold call, cold door knock, cold email, talk to family and friends and sell. And after they do a hundred calls, they go, I would never do sales again. And then they walk away probably from the best opportunity. Because here's what I also know. If you can master the converting process, you can grow any business. So... You're literally getting paid to grow a skill that can set you up for the rest of your life. Because if you don't have sales skills, but when I say sales skills, people go, but I don't want to sell to grandma. I don't want to sell to family and friends. I don't want to do that. But that's not what I'm saying. You're talking about marketing, I'm talking about selling. So when you go to door knock, that's marketing. When they open up and say, hey, yes, I'm interested, that sells, in my opinion. Because if that wasn't the case, what is billboards for then to get people to say, hey, I'm interested in that thing on that billboard? I mean, what are commercials for if that's not marketing? And so to me, outreach is a form of marketing. Marketing is reaching out and saying, are you interested in this thing? And then sales is where they say yes. And you go, OK, here's how here's what we do. To me, sales is talking to interested people anyway. And that is a confusion in our market space. So when I say do we get in sales, most people go, oh no, yuck. I don't want to twist arms and be fake. And that's just called immoral. That doesn't mean it's sales. Now there's salespeople who do that, but that don't mean, there's salespeople who do marketing, but that to me isn't sales. Sales is talking, this is my opinion, sales is talking to interesting parties, who actually want this thing. And there is a way, like literally there is a way that you can actually just talk to interested people. Let's say that you're in fitness and all you did all day long was talk to people who is a little overweight and is willing to invest in themselves and they want to talk to someone about how they can do that. And let's say you go to the gym every day. Let's say you're ahead of the average person and here they are talking to you. You could be having like 10 minute calls with people and helping them out And then they buy into the thing and you don't even like fulfill it. Like your company that you work in does it for you and you're still your own entrepreneur. You're writing off taxes. You're crushing it. You are your own person that you are traveling where you want to go. You're writing off your own taxes. You're working virtual, but the business that you work. So you're a company inside of a company. And to me, if you're, if you're trying to get to five and 10 K months, and you're trying to figure out the best way to do that, I don't know of a better thing. Because you don't have to create traffic, you don't have to buy leads, you don't have to buy inventory, you don't have to hire people. All the hard things that kill most companies, you don't have to worry about, you avoid. And if you can get set up with a five-star marketing genius company who wants you to be your own contractor and they'll give you golden leads And you're talking to people who really want this thing that you have, and then you just have conversations. They may even know the price beforehand. You know they already have the money, they're qualified. That's what I'm talking about. That's gonna be the fastest way to get to five and 10K months. Now, I'm not saying it's gonna be 100% easy because you still gotta show up, which for a lot of people is hard to do. Um, And if you don't believe in yourself, it's not gonna work out. But if you believe in yourself, you know you have what it takes, you're like, you know, you're gonna get it, then. This, this could work out for you. And that's what we help people do is we help people who believe in themselves, entrepreneurs, feel like they got it, they can crush it, and then hook them up with five-star. Like I'm the only guy in the world that I know of that rates sales positions. Like one through five-star. Most companies try to do both things. So they may have a one-star company that paid them a lot of money, and then they're trying to sell you on why you need to work with that one-star company, and then you pay them, and you're getting, you're walking into a trap, really. And that's why we don't do that. We hook you up with actual five-star companies that can set you up. And to me, this is how you fight. This is how you fight off AI. This is how you join it and get stronger. Learn how to use these things that help you sell better. And once you get that sales skill,ed like nailed in, like just, just Dialed in, then one day, if you want to do your own thing, you'll have other people get results and you want to make more than let's say 10, 20 K months. You want to get beyond that. Then consider doing your own thing. But most people, if they make, you know, five and 10 K months virtually and they can run off taxes and they can just work a set amount of hours. Most people are just going to be pretty happy with that. Um, and then some, you know, we've got people inside of our group who does, you know, 10 to 20 K months. Um, that's doable also. But anything above 20? Is it possible? Yes, not typical, not typical. But most people, they'd just be glad not to be drowning. You know what I'm saying? And debt and low, you know, all the bills, and they could work virtual and not drive, and their life be at risk, and totally possible. And that's why people join up with us um, because they want help to do that, and we can help. And if you ever need help with that, let me know. We'll talk soon. And this is the Luke Guy Show, helping entrepreneurs close bigger, faster, and more easily by building digital relationships on scale while growing the customer universe. What's popping? Luke here. You're going to absolutely enjoy the show. Let's dive in right now.